You think she'll take this money? <laughs> y'all can give B Simone some fucking money if y'all want to. My black ass would not be. I got a hundred dollars. I got three hundred dollars for you, sis. First of all, what we not gonna do? I'm convinced B Simone did not go to college. We don't know that, Gavin. When you plagiarize, look. What's the what's the first thing when you get to college? They start talking to you about plagiarizing. What they say? You will be kicked out. <laughs> she plagiarized, and now she want to charge niggas ten dollars, or excuse me, nine ninety nines. She's saving niggas a penny. Sorry, y'all. This is what I was listening to before we started, and I was asking Gavin, like, am I tripping for thinking like this is stupid to be charging to be in your close friends for a week? Here's my thing. For so so. <laughs> She's I said, passionate. I said, Gavin, are they going to be shaking ass, showing titties? Like, what's going on? Like, I want to see some action. Like, if you're going to be taking shots and twerking, people do that regularly on their Instagram. Look, I'm not even mad at her for asking. I'm mad at the people that's paying? Absolutely. <laughs> I, first of all, I don't. I'm, you're not going to get me with the 3,000 people are paying. Oh, that's what she So Sorry, I was watching the live and she was saying that 3,000 people have joined already. And I don't believe that. I believe it's cap. I believe that's Cap, and the reason why I don't trust anything she says is because she put out a whole book that was poorly put together. <laughs> it wasn't hers. And she was judging, and it wasn't even hers. So that, I don't believe shit she says. Um, also, this whole thing of, you think about it like this. You are really online promoting, asking people to pay to watch you so they can pick out your clothes and be entertained by you. Yeah, she did say that, so Gavin's not making shit up. She literally just said that on her live. Like, she said, we y'all get be, to pick out my outfits. Where I'm gonna eat. Where I'm gonna eat. Um, where we're gonna go. What we gonna do. And then she had the nerve to say, nobody's, nobody's traveling. traveling to Tulum. Nigga, everybody going to Tulum. <laughs> all the baddies are, they have went to Tulum, <laughs> stayed for two months and came back once unemployment ran out. Uh, I was about to call her a whole different name. Be Simone, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> It's worrying about fucking Mexico. Shout out to everybody in Mexico. What? She said nobody going to Tulum. Nobody going to Mexico on Friday. Nobody's traveling. I'm like, um, everybody's fucking traveling. Except for me. Except for me, I wish I was fucking traveling. Oh, my gosh. I was late today. We have to be clear. Yeah, Key was on motherfucking time. Key texted me right on the dot. At 5.30. I said, um, you're late. Bruh, I was at a hood establishment. This nigga always on time. Always. And I left my house. Let me tell you. I left my house at 5.00. Went to the hood, went to the ghetto, tried to get something to eat, and it put me here at a quarter to six. Chick-fil-A. You didn't bring me no food. Chick-fil-A was so ghetto. You know, you know what's ghetto? You ghetto. Because anytime I come here, I ask you if you want something, you don't show me the same courtesy. So uncouth. Well, you time you're late. Cause I'm picking up food or something. And you don't you can't eat meat. I can eat meat. I, I finished my challenge. Woo! Shout out to Key. I lost 12 pounds, bitches. Talk your shit, Key. And then, like, literally that weekend, I went to 1501 and was smoking and drinking. Um, Key went on a, I'm calling it a diet. Me and Key have differences. We're going to do a poll one day. Is it I, a diet? I changed my eating habits. For a period I of time. I use a different diet because diet, your diet is basically what you eat. Yeah, you went and nothing's wrong with it. So anyway, she did that, and um, how was it? So it was first cool. of all, what was what was the diet? First, oh, of all? so I did this monthly challenge for September: no alcohol, no sweets, no mm. buka. Mm. I followed a pescatarian diet. That's dope. Um, uh, I, I already work out a lot, so that wasn't really. 
<laughs> was it really an issue? She do. She um, work out for the pot. Uh, Let's be clear. Have y'all seen Kevin? Do he? He ain't but this big. But anyway, um, so yes, I just did it because. I don't know. It, this was like after quarantine weight. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Like, first of all, I, w- I wasn't eating the best. Like, I don't okay. really eat the best. Like, I was eating like junk food, lots of sweets. I, only, I don't know what she does for one other than one meal I, per week. I do typically. I don't eat a lot. But when I do eat, it's not. it wasn't the best. So I'm trying to change that habit. Like, if you know, I really like popcorn, white cheddar popcorn to be exact. And she got braces and don't need to be eating no damn popcorn. Not need to be eating no um, popcorn. Your body, fe- your body feel better? Yeah, I felt light. Like after it was done, I felt lighter. Um, mm-hmm. I had, I feel like I have more energy. That's good. So I don't know if it's like the meat factor or the sweet factor that made a difference, <laughs> or the alcohol. <laughs> Whoa! Right. I so, know where he took it there. Um, <laughs> are you going to um, continue it? At least the pescatarian part. Yeah, I think I am. I haven't had any. You don't eat a lot of meat anyway when we go out. That's true. And if I do, it's something pescatarian anyway. Yeah. Like, every time we went out on Thursdays, it, um, was, salmon. it was salmon. Yeah. Because I stopped eating the wings. Um, I would get them, like, every once in a while. But most of the time, I like, when we went to the taco place, I had the, you always get fish, the fish taco. tacos. Like, so I don't He is really, the worst person to go out to eat with. <laughs> well, I'm really a basic eater. The worst person. Why am I the worst? He is the only place that goes to the Mexican restaurant, get a taco, and strip it all. I get, get the basics. I get. Here we when go. We go to uh, what's the place we go to? Fiesta. 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 Come on. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I get. First of all, let me. This is what the taco is. You want to make? I a don't fish? get tacos. Okay. At Fiesta Maya, I get the um enchilada, chicken quesadilla, okay. only chicken and cheese, Disgusting. and a side of rice, and of course we get the queso and shit. So just to let y'all know that chicken quesadilla come with a bunch of shit all up in it. Peppers, onions. Stripped. I don't want that. Anyway, man. Um, <laughs> did you, and I already know, did you watch the BET Awards? I did not. You know I don't watch that shit. Let me tell y'all. Um, Brittany said it was good. I seen y'all chat. Brittany also said midway. Yeah. I turned that shit off. She so. did say that. She <laughs> did say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you know, last night was the BET Awards. We don't know when the hell you hearing this, but more than likely the BET Awards is still on right now, so... Because they air it every day, <laughs> all day. Um, I watched it yesterday. Highly realized why the hell I do not watch the BET Awards. And it was the Hip Hop Awards, which I prefer to watch the Hip Hop Awards versus the BET Awards. Um, but it was, it was. I, I want to say it was in Atlanta. Um, who was hosting? Who opened? Give me some 80, details. 85 South, the podcast. Oh, yes. They hosted. Um, oh, Darren Brand was, not Darren Brand. Um Chico. Chico being uh DC. DC. That's that and, nigga name. Uh Carlo. Yeah. Um, they did good. They did a great job. It's hand class for them. <laughs> oh shit. shit. <laughs> Reason why we got a shout out podcast getting hosting gigs. Facts, because we gonna be next. Thank you. Now that is a good podcast though. They yeah. funny as fuck. Um, they did a great job of hosting. Uh Young Thug and Gunner opened the show. Meh. I like Young Thug. It was just the whole crowd knew every Young Thug word, but that makes sense it's in Atlanta, right? Um, other than that, man, pretty, pretty lackluster. <laughs> um, Nelly did a great job at the end. You know, he did a little medley of, uh, he, performed? he got an award, like some type of hip hop award. Um, he got the, you know how they, at the end of every BET award, somebody gets the main award and they, they do like a little rendition of all their little songs. Did he come in his Air Force One? 
He did. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I was being funny, but he, he did. did. Okay. Uh, he did a great job performing. Um, who else did a good job? Isaiah Rashad, I was really looking forward to that. Um, he's not as well known as he should be. He signed a TDE. He did good. Baby Keem, cool. Um, I do believe. Baby Keem is, I want to say he's Kendra's Lamar cousin, but he's also a rapper. And he signed over there, too. He did pretty good. Um, I heard... Um Go ahead. T- t- Time for me to start shitting on shit. No, Go no, ahead. no. I heard, because uh, everybody was reposting his performance. The Who? guy, the black guy, I, I don't know his name, but he's done got real popping here within the past year. Um, dang. He got the, Afri- like it's like an African name? Yeah. 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 That's You didn't right. like his so performance? you're going to make me start shitting on shit early. All right. You didn't like his performance? Here I didn't watch it, so I don't know. This is. This guy. Um, if I you no know, idea what's If you know on. the name, his music is. Is that rain? It's rain. It is rain. Sorry this if y'all This is can... a second time. Yeah. Um, if you've heard, if you know who we're talking about, you know who we're talking about. I don't want to butcher my man's name because it's... Uh, Toby it or something like that. Yeah, it's like Toby something. Uh, first of all, his music is dope. Um, the only reason why I know because I have Samsung TV Plus, and so every time I have that... Excuse um, us. <laughs> it's the free channel that comes on the TV. Free stations. But they have a music section, and he's always on there. His music is dope. Um, it was just a lot of hooting and hollering, man. That's when me and Brittany was writing, and we was like, "Damn, mm, there's a lot of screaming." Gotcha. And it was, it made me realize after Baby King got done, after um, and this guy came up and he performed, and it's a bunch of yelling, it's a lot of drums. Uh, it made me realize that y'all have to walk back some of y'all takes on Yeezus. Kanye West put out Yeezus. A long time ago and it was shitted on and it was looked frowned upon people didn't like the title understandable so people didn't like the sound because it was a lot of just loud drums and just a bunch of noise right and then i turn around now and i'm watching the bet awards and i'm like toby music sounds like he heard kendra lamar damn album and said i can finally make the music i want to make not saying he copied it, but the sound is just loud. It's drums. It's all that. And I'm hearing that, and then I'm like, damn, this sounds like Kendrick Lamar. But then I'm like, damn, that sounds like just like Jesus. A bunch of loud-ass noise clicking, and they doing a bunch of screaming. His message and his music is always dope. So I'm not here to shit on it because I actually listen to more than that one song. So I'm like, okay, cool. I understand where he's going with it. But I was like, damn, Kanye was really like some years early with Jesus. So that... um. I don't want to shit on it. I don't give a fuck. You ain't going to hear this. Bia, I'm going to see you in a, a week at the Don Tolliver show. I am not looking forward to your performance anymore. What you talking about? Bia performing. Perform. I'm talking about what oh, show? Don Tolliver. You somewhere? You just said it. Oh. Bleep. <laughs> uh, Don Tolliver is coming to Charlotte and Bia is opening for him. And I'm going. You going? What you doing that day? You want to go? <laughs> you just literally said something. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't I even know who that is. Well, the last time we went to a concert, we really didn't know who we it was. We had fun, too. Yeah, shit. it was Lil Baby. Lil Baby. But it's, now we know Lil Baby. Yeah. Now we really know. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I felt like I seen him before. Um, yes, me and Key went to a Lil Baby concert, and we was the oldest people in there. Yeah. And I seen a couple people I knew, so we were all in the same age was, range. Yeah, and it was so funny. And then, like, after three songs, me and Key was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Because <laughs> we heard the song we needed to hear, and we didn't know any of the other songs. But anyway, Bia performed last night, and, you know... I was just not impressed. 
Really? She's not a good performer. live performer? Nah, she seemed very, like, high. <laughs> if y'all hit a ring, Oh, then my Atlanta. We can't see because Gavin has I blocked, out. blocked us in a fucking box. We're Absolutely. in prison. You just, the window is blocked. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm watching Bia, and then she goes into her other song, and Lil John is, you know, helping her with it. And I was just like... Where's her energy? Because everybody know who Lil John is. He's hype. He's loud. He's Absolutely. wild. And it's dope. And she's just not matching it. And I, me and Brittany wrote in a group, too. And was like, mm. And let me let you know the other reason why I noticed it's over for the BET Awards. Besides the obvious. No, she nobody. She Nicki Minaj or nothing? Nah, Nicki wasn't coming to that shit. Plus, Nicki don't want to get vaccinated. Oh. And you, everybody had to be vaccinated to be at this event. Even though it was in Georgia where it's a free-for-all, everybody had to be vaccinated to be there. But... We all know Nicki Minaj, you know, whatever. But um, besides the fact that nobody who was given an award, who won an award was there, they did a whole category. I can't remember what it was. It was either album of the year. Um, I think it was album of the year. And nobody was there. And uh, no, Tyler, the creator was there for that. It was like um, music video of the year. And besides the fact that nobody's there, besides the fact that y'all always go a year and a half back uh, to be eligible to win the award. Um Twitter was real dry last night while there was going on. And if you know, you know, Twitter be lit right, on award shows. nobody was watching it. Nobody was watching Did it. Did Beyonce win something? Nah. She, this is like the first time Beyonce was not uh, <laughs> eligible to win anything. She uh, had no music out. Well, you know, shit. That one time Meg Thee Stallion put out Savage five different ways in like 30 different years. And, and you know. That fool said five different ways, 30 different years. Yeah, and she won. So I was like so like, eh. Um, but other than that, oh. Mediocre stroker. Absolutely. And the ciphers did not help. A-O-B-A. What's the girl, Erica Banks? She she got a body. Um, I'm pretty sure she did a verse from a song, a portion of a song. Who else? The other people didn't didn't know, didn't know who they were. Uh, Fabio Foreign, I would have loved if the DJ would have stopped and gave you a drill beat to kill. Because Fabio was the one I was, like, looking forward to. Didn't get it. Uh, shout out to Tyler, the creator. He really, he was, like, the most famous person there or the star of the whole show. Um, he won two awards for Album of the Year and for Culture Impact or whatever award they just made up. Um, he won, and his message was super dope. And I, I was listening to him, and I wish I had it queued up so I can play it. But it was super dope to him talk about, like, you know, shit that you start off just doing for love and doing out of passion it's beautiful to for it to come full circle and you can start getting paid for it. And uh, he talked about how it changed his life. Hip hop changed his life. And it was just something that people used to talk shit about. And so it was cool. It was it was dope to hear and see. But Key didn't listen. I, I listen. I and it is what it, it is. Um, I know I don't like a war show. She hate a war show. Even the BET ones. Well, it was a BET one. Hold on. Turn that mess down. You can't hit on this person today. Yo, if you know, you know. Hold on. This must be hyping us up. This sounds like some slow. You only call when you need shit. People change like the seasons. They do. I've been fighting back my demons. Woo. Despite the blessings I'm receiving. Fuck these niggas, I don't need them. Just me and a dollar got brown on my bottom. My bitches gonna swallow if you know what I mean. <laughs> my grandma say watch who you put on your team I follow my face and I pick myself up And I'm back on my feet like I told you I was Skirt, skirt, was um, If you know, you know I want to shout out my boy Luke um, Who's from the city of Charlotte um, His album just dropped and Baby's I am, forward to the wheels fall That was him um, I am super happy for this guy Super proud 
Um, I texted him a few days ago. I just knew I had the wrong number, by the way, um, because I have like three numbers saved for him. And I texted him and I was like, yo, I just want to tell you congratulations on this album. Um, just to see the transition of who he is today from when I first met him. Um, just to see him see Marcus, especially Marcus, too. And I'm going to get to Marcus in a little bit. But just to see um, Luke. Uh, for those that I know, Luke is signed to Dreamville. Um, and he's on the roster. He's been signing in for a few years now. And I met Luther um, in the fourth grade. And it was just, just to see him from there to now, um, from elementary school to middle school when shit got shaky, to him um, actually in middle school, telling me he rapped and I remember being there and I remember all of us was laughing until I realized like oh he has a group in middle school by the way and I was the only one who wasn't doing no damn music out of all of us that hung out together at that time um loot rap Alan um or I called him AJ AJ rap you know Brian was doing um engineering and it was super dope and just uh to see that whole you could have been the marketing guy well, I, had, I, I was playing video games. I was playing Grand wow. Theft Auto. I what was a, a Grand loser. Theft Auto. Absolutely. <laughs> and because uh, Brian now is an engineer, Luther is a rapper. So, you know, AJ, shout out to him. I believe he's still in the army. But it was it was, it was was funny. Gavin's and, still playing video games. Absolutely. I was playing 2K <laughs> yesterday. And so now to look at it now and to see his growth um, to when we was in high school, and he, Luther was the only person in high school who would sell you anything. I remember Luther came to school one day and was selling niggas do-rags. And I was just like, what are you doing? He was like, bro, I'm about to make some money. I do not care. He was selling niggas do-rags. He was, uh, you know, drawing. He was selling clothes. Luther um, used to take, you could bring him a pair of jeans. And he would charge you. And he would go color your jeans for you. He iron. It was super dope. Just so the point is, super dope to see his growth. Super dope to see this album out. It is actually very good. I'm super surprised. And shout out to you niggas who be doing reviews on his songs on YouTube. I find that super hilarious. The fact that Gavin is calling this man by his government name. Yeah, well, I only call him Luther because that's what I used to. And it was so funny. I ran into him. Um, I went by his crib one time and me and him was sitting in there talking. I kept calling him Luther. And I think he was kind of looking at me like, this niggas really keep calling me my government. Right. Like a um, loser. Absolutely. And to Marcus. Hand claps for Marcus. Who is Marcus? How do I say this? You say who he is. <laughs> I would call Mark. Marcus probably has a better name of what he wants to go by. Um, but Marcus to me is probably Luke's. Uh, I don't want to say he's his manager because I don't believe that. But he's definitely like the creative art director for him, if I had to guess. Um, I met Mark in high school and he was the guy that just only wore dunks when everybody was freaking wearing forces. Marcus did not give a damn. He had on dunks all the time. He was the first official sneakerhead that I met. And I remember I was like, oh, I like sneakers. And he, some randomly, I, he was like, oh, what sneakers you like? And I was like, I like Jordans. He was like, bro, don't never tell nobody your sneakerhead again. He just gave me the heads up. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I seen a meme about that too. Yeah, most people, like sneakerheads don't like when people like Jordans, their favorite shoe. Because Jordans are just so commercial. And then it doesn't, it's, it's like... From what I've gathered, if you tell a sneakerhead like your Jordan, you better have like one particular Jordan you like and the rest better be other brands, yeah, other types. So, um, but I remember we was riding one day on the bus, if I'm not mistaken, and Marcus pulled out a pad and he was drawing. And I remember asking him, I'm like, what do you want to do? When, like, what are you drawing for? Because I didn't, I really didn't understand. Mind y'all, back then I wasn't in the art at all. 
I was not a drawer. Um, I was a copier. Like I could copy anything. You showed me a picture of something, uh, especially of a drawing, I could pretty much copy it. And so for me, being creative was not my thing. And he was like, oh, I want to be an artist one day. I want to be a graphic designer. And I was like, why? What you going to do? And he started telling me, um, I remember then, I don't know if Marcus, I imagine he does, but I remember him telling me, he was like, I'm going to the Art Institute. I'm going to do this. Um, he was like, I would love to do cartoons. I would love to create art. I would love to be a teacher, like teach this stuff. And I would just remember looking at him like, that's dope. And I, I have these stories. And just to see this process to, um, you know, me and Luke losing con um, contact with each other in high school. I went to a different school, um, him as well. And then uh, just tapping back in and somebody telling me like, yo, Luke is actually um, putting out music. And I remember I reached out to somebody. I was like, yo, figure out who doing his photography because I would love to do it. Somebody was like, he got this guy named Marcus doing it. I was like, never mind then because that's right up the alleyway. Like that's that's his boy. I respect that. And I just watching the movement. Um, I definitely want to get Marcus up here. I would love to get Lute up here, but I really, really want to get Marcus up here um, just to talk about his journey because I think it's something, um, the story to be told, um, just the way from him working on music videos with Lute, him working with uh, photography, him being an artist, um, him just being an artist in general, um, I think it's super dope. And hand claps to them. Um, Y'all know my favorite cut from the album. I don't care. I, don't, I didn't care what was on the album. If GED was on the album, I was listening to it. And but shout out to them. And with that, you ready to get this pod started? Look at Key. <laughs> Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let's get it. A podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Hosted by Key, aka Kino No, and Charlotte. No, no, stop shooting me, nigga. We unscripted. We keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait. So I can't pay you an exposure? I guess not. You're not gonna carry the. Pot? You gonna stop? You gonna stop shooting me? Hey, before we get started, though, ladies, have y'all ever got a wax? Okay. And then, like, you go to the bathroom, and then it, it burn. That, that shit shoot out like a fucking sprinkler. No, it does not. If it burn, you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Why would it shoot out like a sprinkler? I don't know. I, maybe because there's no hair there, and it just, mm. you know, it's freely. So I went to the bathroom before this. We in a public place. So trying to squat. On the public platform. Okay, tell your business. Go ahead. That's all right. Trying to squat and piss and, and, and it's trying to go everywhere is not. You know, let's take Do you some, squat at home? There's some coordination. No, I don't squat. Oh. I didn't know if women hover at home. No, I don't squat at home. I clean my toilet, nigga. I've never been to you. I've been to your apartment one, one time. time. Um, and Kia's lived there for years. Years. It's time for me to get the fuck about her because they get on my nerves. But anyway. One day. So, um, yeah. Sorry. I had to get that Shout out, out to there. Tink. Yeah, I Tink did class. just see Tink. Donations. Shout out to Don't my girl Tink. Y'all need a wax. Go see her. You need a facial. Go see her. She got you. She in a new spot. Oh, her touch my face. I said she didn't touch somebody coochie. <laughs> we don't want that. Sorry, Tink. You ain't going to be putting nobody else. The next thing I go and kiss my wife. She and got she gloves. Like, uh -uh, I'm that? pretty what's sure that? she washes her hands. Oh. Well, you should have stated that before. No. Um, I want to welcome everybody to episode... Keep we almost there, dog. I know this one. 99. <laughs> Shout out to episode 99. Um, this next is the, week, we got to bring some champagne. We got to pop Yeah, next bottles. week is going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Gavin did his work today. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Shout out to 
Shout out to us. Sorry. Shout out to our first time listeners, last time listeners. Shout out to everybody that's in the No More Pod Photography group. Shout out to all the photographers that have signed up for the Charlotte, uh, the No More Pie Awards. Shout out to everybody that rent out our photo- uh, rent out this podcast studio. If you're here, I want to welcome you. This is episode 99. I am your host, Gavin, aka Coke. This is my homegirl, Key. Gang, gang. Um, this is the the funniest photography podcast out there. And I'm going to tell y'all this. I listen to a lot of photography podcasts. That's funny. And they are fucking horrible. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Bruh. I was listening to one today, Key. I'm hungry. I turned that shit off. So I I, I was like, uh-uh, I'm good. Oh, what was I talking about? It was Lighting? horrible. No, it was just like they were trying to make jokes. It was all over the phone. Y'all got to stop doing podcasts over the phone. <coughs> if you COVID, can. as I cough. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate Key. Um, if you can do your podcast <coughs> in person, please do it in person. This whole like we doing it on Zoom, we doing it on the phone. Yeah. You can tell um everything doesn't hit the same way. The audio is horrible. Hor- horrible. And you get a better um energy when you're in person. When I can see your face, I can understand. I can give you looks like, "Oh shit." Damn, like I'm at the ass team when she come back up here. She ain't been to the new spot. She anyway, hasn't. Sorry, I got, got distracted. We got to let her know. And so like mm-hmm. I'm listening to it and it was just horrible. But anyway, um today's episode is about Derp, derp, derp. Rejection. I hate rejection. rejection. You do? Yeah. That's why I'll never shoot my shot. Here we go. We're not <laughs> finna get into Key's love life and let her get on this platform and lie to y'all. I don't. I don't anymore. I don't shoot my shot because I have done it maybe like two or three times. And what happened? And like niggas are like talk a little bit or they'll be like real short with me. And so it's like you can't what even. What are you saying? You don't even want to have a conversation. I don't even do nothing crazy. Like I literally either respond to something or like. It's the most general thing, but it's basically me trying to start a conversation, and it just don't work for me. It don't work for me. Personally, I still don't know why Key is single. Um, Oh, thanks. (laughs) I personally don't. Uh, But because, let me tell y'all this. Key doesn't have a man, which is an important start, right? Uh, She she doesn't have anybody. Because a lot of people be like, oh, I'm single, but they really be secretly talking to like 30 people, right? Um, I mean, you're still single if you dating or talking. Absolutely. But you know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird. It was like, oh, I'm single. Oh, that's my boo. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Key doesn't have a man. She doesn't have any kids. She has her own place. I do. Um, She has a good job. I got a pretty good job. She got a good part-time. I got a part-time job in case y'all didn't know. And the only reason why Key got a part-time, somebody asked me, they was like, oh, they was asking me something about the podcast. And I was like, oh, because Key got a part-time. They was like, why? I said, bro, she gets bored. I was like, Key is the only person who I know. And remember when Britney was trying that bullshit? <laughs> she went to part-time? Yeah. And we was like, what are you doing? She was like, bro, I just ain't got shit to do. I'm like, okay. Because she definitely don't need no part-time. She job. definitely don't. So Key got a good job. And so for those who don't know what I mean by a good job, Key makes good money, her own money, wouldn't need your money type good job. And she has a part-time for what reason nobody fucking knows. Gavin be um, hyping pub, folks. I absolutely. like it though. Keep going. So that, <laughs> um, she got a good personality. Her car is new. You won't be, if it break down, you know what I'm saying? You won't have to worry about that. I'm not, but it ain't, this ain't one of the shorties. All the dudes know the shorty that like, yo, if her car break down, I got to go help her. She ain't there yet. So y'all good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the God. only problem y'all going to have is when y'all go out to eat because you're going to order something. 
up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm the most basic, simplest exactly. ever. So when you want to say like, all right, yo, Key, you know what I'm saying? We going to STK. That means y'all got to go to town because I think the nearest one is in Atlanta. So he take you. Ain't no one here? No, that's State 48. That's like the sister property. No, I thought it was a STK here too. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't, I don't go. I'm just picking someone. Uh-huh. So let's say you want to take her to STK, right? And then y'all get up in there and she gets the the devil egg crab cake lasagna mac and cheese uh, filet right she gonna strip everything off of it no, and then I'm tell not. you it might not taste that good shut up no i'm not but Speaking anyway of, went to king's kitchen this past there weekend you go. right by till yeah okay i never had that went there before it's a pretty dope and their whole setup message and everything is just yeah. pretty dope I, I never knew about it <clears throat> they got an appetizer these deviled eggs um appetizer second mistake them just was banging. So could have had that as a meal. A meal. <laughs> um, so key is a good. So if you single out there, dudes, if you single, shoot your shot at key. Don't shoot. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't. Uh, uh-uh. <sighs> what we not gonna do is you not right. shooting your shot, and they can't shoot this. Right. When you say that though, like I'm opening up the floodgates. But it be niggas that that is not Please. on the same. Uh, only thing that we ask: do not shoot your shot through the podcast DMs. Because that's Gavin, we both have access to it, and I will respond on her behalf. <laughs> um, and if you under six one, it's an automatic rejection. So that's not true for me. If I see it, it's an automatic rejection for her. Not at all. Key just wants somebody taller than her. You don't have to be six one, but if you under six one, that is true. One hundred and ninety pounds. You under that. Um, I'm going to check your LinkedIn. If I don't see enough connections, I'm rejecting that. I am done. Um, with Gavin. We want. Um, I, me personally you gotta make more than 42k absolutely <laughs> we are 32 we looking for you know what i'm saying 80 is cool you know what i'm saying we're really shooting for the 110 to 135s you know what i'm saying your car i don't know nothing about that as a person who does not own a car i have no room to talk oh um, somebody hit me up it was like oh where's your car i was like i don't have a car they was like damn Every time I see you, you have a different car. So I just thought you swap them out. I'm like, nah, it's Uber. He got that um, big money. Big money, dog. So anyway, yeah, we have requirements. If you write to the paid exposure thing, the requirements will be there. If not, and you write here directly, cool. I'm definitely chopping this segment up and posting it. So that's that. Wow. However, this podcast. Yo, definitely squirrel moment. I'm sorry. I did that. This podcast is about rejection because, um, and you can about this as well mm-hmm. like when you start your business who is the fuck is playing music <laughs> yo what's going on in the podcast today yo yo so we we <laughs> record out of our office building too. and somebody is playing loud ass music but anyway it's been raining music anyway so when you start a business you always seem to deal with rejection um mm-hmm. some form or if you don't you seem to deal with some fear of rejection yeah true and i was i got let me take uh I need this, this whole, hold on, this shit gotta, fuck. So anyway, I had a whole little script that I was gonna go through, but guess what? Um, I need a new laptop. I'm hungry. Shut up, Key. Sorry. Key does not like to be talked that way if you try to hit her up. That no, won't work. so mean. Sorry, man. Bro, I've been, I've been going through it. You know I got a kid at home. I know, I need to go see him. Yeah, when you come to see him? I might come today. Cool, he'll be here. He'll be there. <laughs> um... So let me tell y'all where I got this from. I was listening to a podcast and and it was actually a podcast I was listening to today and I refused to shout them out because I actually reached out to them to help spice up their podcast and they told me 
Is it black? No. Oh. Oh. It's only one black photography podcast I know, which is a black. Oh, it's a dark, black it's a photography sh- podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so I was listening to their podcast today, and um, the photographer asked, was asked, "Do you still get scared when you shoot?" And the person asked him, "Like, do you have any fears? Like, when you shoot, when you go to a shoot, like, how is that?" And um, the hosts were kind of speaking of that. Photographers hit them up and say, "Hey." I get scared when I shoot. I'm scared of like messing up. I'm scared of doing something wrong. I'm scared of like my equipment failing. I'm scared of failing the client. You know what I'm saying? And the photographer who was established, um, she was she had at least four or five years in the game, so to speak. And she established if she was on this platform, let me put it like that. And she talked about like, yeah, it's all she always gets nervous. And then I was thinking about me, I'm like, damn, I still get nervous at shoots, right? Um, because I don't know how I'm going to perform. I don't know if everything is going to go the right way um, sometimes. Um, I don't know if the energy is going to be there. Nothing's worse than when you show up to a photo shoot and somebody's attitude is like jacked up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to her talk about these things and I was like, damn, why are photographers still scared of rejection? Or how do we navigate that story, that that journey of rejection? And it's not even photographers. This is actually for entrepreneurs because a lot of us entrepreneurs are scared, right? We're scared of clients not messing with us. We're scared of like, hey, let me offer you my service or my brand. Or let me, um, in Key's, Key's uh, uh, realm, like, hey, I'm making these shirts, me putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? Will people buy? You know what I'm saying? That's that's a big step, which is one of the reasons why I used to push you. I'm like, yo, just throw it out there. Because a lot of times when you create something, shout out to the long sleeve, John. Um, it's fucking 80 degrees outside. It is. But um, <clears throat> it's funny when you do create stuff and you hope people like want support. Support. Yeah. Really. You know what it really is. And so you get scared of rejection. So I was listening to this lady today and I was like, man, a lot of times um, our biggest issues is. We don't know how to identify rejection. So, like, um, every time there's an obstacle, it don't necessarily mean you getting rejected. Um, so let's let's revert this back to photography, right? Have I ever been rejected? Hell, yeah, right. I've reached out to people and said, "Hey, let me put like this. My first wedding was because my cousin, shout out to Toya, she reached out to her friend who was getting married and said, "I will get you a photographer." Her friend said, cool. I was the photographer. I was 19 at that time. I had never shot inside, let alone shot a wedding before. I had never shot inside. I didn't own a flash. I didn't own nothing. And I just remember going to this wedding and I was not nervous because in my mind, I was like, push come to shove. I can get my dad to give me $400 to give the $400 back to my cousin (laughs) so she can give it, you know, to the bride as a sorry. And so, um, shout out to Reg. You shout was out to, use. I was about to say the same. And so, um, but so I wasn't scared. You know what I'm saying? But before then, she wasn't the first person. Shout out to my homegirl Ashley. I don't know if we still homies because I ain't heard from you in two years, but it's cool. Um, right, pissed her off. Yeah, that's a whole another story. Gavin be pissing people off, bro. Oh, I have a story for that. See, um, it's always funny when. You have an issue with somebody and you did nothing wrong and they stopped talking to you. <laughs> no, that all too well. Um, so ooh. I'm shy as so I'm <laughs> Damn, you lucky I don't know how to flag this. That deal that deal. <laughs> Key heard what I said. 
Sorry, y'all. I didn't know how to mute this shit, so I just turned it off. <laughs> um, so oh, he's shady. So um, identifying <laughs> if it's an obstacle or rejection is the number one thing I always do. I used to reach out to models. Oh, going back to Ashley. You know, um, I remember the first time I had reached out, I was going to models saying, hey, can I shoot with you? Can I shoot with you? And it was no, no, no. And I remember I went to Ashley. She said yes. And I just kept trying. And I realized certain things um, was those rejections. Absolutely. But sir, sometimes, um, hey, I'm scared of getting rejected. Well, are you really getting rejected? Can nobody find your website and nobody's find your social media? So it's certain things like that that I had to realize, like maybe it's obstacles. But sometimes you got to identify the rejection. The other thing is you got to understand and accept. Um, If you come to Key right now and say, hey, I want to do your hair. Right. And yeah, he always going for the kill. I know I need my hair done. No, no, no. I like the braids. I always told Key I like the Kim K braids. Um, so keep going, Key. Lil. Don't don't allow the devil to let you get distracted. You is being so, the devil right now <laughs> with the cut you. Um, if you come to Key and say, "Hey, I want to do. Can I do your hair?" and you've never done hair before, I'm gonna say no. You got to understand why Key says no, and you have to accept Key saying no. Okay, that's what you got to do. Sometimes, sometimes when um, you got to ask yourself, why do I keep getting rejected by people? Is it because I'm new? Is it because my work isn't good? Is it because of my approach? Is, um, you know, shout out to a photographer. You will remain nameless because I don't fucks with you like that. But I remember when you um told me that you used to, when you used to go out, you used to approach all the pretty women that you would see out and say, hey, I'm a photographer. I would love to take pictures of you. And that's how he grew. I know another guy who used, who, who was, uh, he loved strip clubs and he was like, when a girl would dance on him, he would be like, Oh, sh you know, chicks, they always ask you, you strippers got to stop asking the questions that y'all don't give a fuck about, even though I like them. Right. And, um, strippers always ask you, Oh, so what do you do? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm trying to build some rapport. You want to dance? Right. It's, it's usually, Hey, what's your name? They don't give a fuck about your name. They literally look oh, off. Oh, they're trying to see if you got some money. Absolutely. But oh. my name, my name don't scream money. Kevin, yes it so, does. You sound like a rich white man. Okay, wow. So <laughs> that I am not neither. Um, so they ask you what's your name, what you do, and do you want to dance? That's usually whatever, right? So he used to always tell me, he'd be like, yo, when they ask me what I do, I say I'm a photographer, I show them my work, I make sure they follow me, I follow them, and I offer them photos. So you have to realize, like, hey, you need to understand and accept. And understand why you keep getting rejected. Is it because nobody knows what you do? Your approach can be different. Um, and you have to kind of just accept it and say, all right, I'm getting rejected because of X. How do I change X? Mm -hmm. So part about navigating rejection is figuring out why you keep getting rejected and saying, all right, how the hell do I navigate this? Um, and I'm gonna give y'all a little story in a minute, but we'll get there. And then um, you know, it's a lot of unique things because you can find unique ways of saying, hey, how do I grow in this moment? Yeah. Um, a lot of times, I remember when I was young and I first started on photography, I'm at church, I'm walking in, I see two niggas I don't like. And, um, <laughs> at church, you see how you do? The devil be at, with Gavin at church too, don't make no absolutely. sense. Absolutely. And so I see these two niggas I don't like, I have to state that again. And because um, one dude's his wife, man, she was just messy. I remember I ran to her at the new church I went to. I told my mom, I said, we got to go. And I found this church. And so anyway, um, I was talking. He came up to me. He said, hey, man, do you do photography? I heard you do photography. I was like, yes, sir. I gave him a card and it caught him off guard. Mind you, I hated cards. I didn't want to do cards. I didn't want to pass out cards. Business cards? Mm -hmm. 
mind you at this time i'm like 18 19 so you know business cards were still popping but at the same time nobody around my age really had business cards and i remember um him being so shocked that i had a business card threw him off and it made me realize like damn maybe people weren't taking me serious because when i got started um, to give people a backstory, a little bit more backstory. When I first got started, people weren't taking me serious because I was 18. I was 19. Now, 18, 19 year olds, they're doing people's weddings. They're doing boudoir. They're freaking, um, you know, they're going out and doing graduations. They shooting for publications. Like, but when I was 18, uh, you wasn't doing nobody's wedding. Nobody was sitting there having a contract with you, having conversation with you when you was 18. And maybe, it's, uh, you know, for me, I feel like it has changed a lot. The way you 16, 17, 18 year olds is doing shit now, y'all different, you know, and shout out to y'all. But for me, I understood my rejection was coming from age. Now, you can't grow from age. Literally, you can. So that's a bad thing. But um, some of the other things was. My growth was I had to show people I was super mature. So I had to overcompensate. So, yes, I did get a website super early. Yes, I had business cards super early. All of these things were trash. But I had to have it to show people like, hey, I'm here. Um, and I had to learn how to navigate those things. So when it came down to say, hey, how was I finding new clients? I was reaching out to people saying, hey, I'm a photographer. I will literally give you free shoots. I did my first shoot I ever got paid for. Shout out to Justin. Um, I'm praying for you and your family at this uh, during this hard time. But. Um, I remember I was talking to Justin and I was like, yo, I do your graduation pictures, bruh. My his shoot was almost three hours. I got paid twenty five dollars total. But it was something real. And his mama told me I deserve a tip. And Justin did not. I actually got Justin change. He gave me two twenties. and He was like, oh, I need change. I said, damn it, Justin. But anyway, it's cool, though. You know, what I'm saying I had to learn how to overcompensate. You know what I'm saying? That's the things that rejection and teach you or and uh, you got to do. So there's this thing. Um, speaking of growth. I was actually talking to a, a director of a gallery recently and um, we were talking about SWOT analysis. Do you know what a SWOT analysis? Do y'all do that work? OK, I guess not. Um, <laughs> for those who not know, a SWOT analysis is what a lot of businesses do unless you work wherever key works at both jobs, clearly. <laughs> And a SWOT analysis is S-W-O-T. Shout out to the Risk Carlton. They taught me this and it has always stuck with me. And I've literally done this at every job I've left, even my own business. Um, I said every job that I've left. It's probably something similar today. I don't think I've ever it's been called that name. Oh, um, SWOT analysis stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Um, first of all, I would encourage every photographer to do a swaddle analysis on their business. Swaddle analysis. Y'all heard that, right? It got stuck, and I was trying to move my tongue so fast, and I could not Whoa. pause. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. So, oh um, so you should take your photography business and say, hey, what are my strengths? You should take your photography business and figure out what is your weaknesses. And this ain't the time to be cute. You need to figure out what's your what opportunities do you have to become a better business? Um, excuse me. And you need to figure out what's the biggest threats to your business. So for me, what is my one of my biggest strengths? Um, I'm very personable. You're going to get a lot of personality. We're going to have a lot of fun when you shoot me. Trust me, it's a lot of photographers who are not like that. And I understand mm -hmm. that. And that doesn't mean they're any less qualified. You're not going to get that. What's one of my business weaknesses? Um, <laughs> well. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. What the fuck is one? This guy. Why? Why people always do that when we think try to think of a little weakness? Oh, what is one of my weaknesses? Well, I know what my weaknesses I is. Really I just know. don't know if I want these niggas to know. 
Um, Point is, he has some. I talk a lot of shit. That's a weakness? Yeah, because it turns a lot of people off. And I'm cool with, I've learned that. Um, but one of my other business, my, uh, one of my other weaknesses is I'm not as creative as I could be and should be. Right. So what's the opportunity for my business? The opportunity for my business is to say, uh, hiring a creative director. Um, was that our group chat? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Brittany doing a workout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know that, uh, what's a threat? COVID was a threat to my business. Clearly. You could take an art class. I could. I don't want to. I'm done with classes. I'm taking so many damn classes. Okay, I hope it's great. What you doing next Wednesday? We can't do a pod next Wednesday. Oh, we can't anyway because the space getting rented out. But I'm going to the concert next Wednesday. If you free, he's so random. Like. Um. So you know that's that's something everybody should be doing a SWOT analysis every year on your business. Um. I encourage you to. I promise you, if you can make these lists and you be real. Also, don't be afraid to. <clears throat> Reach out to some people that you work with and say, hey, can you help me with these things? Can you explain? Can you give me some things that you thought my business lacked in um, and see if it's a weakness? And it'll help you with the rejection and understanding. So once you understand all these things, once you do have that SWOT analysis, once you do understand that how shit has been going wrong, now it's time to make some adjustments. Right. It's time to say, all right, I'm getting rejected because I my portfolio sucks. So now, how do I do this? Um, I've told people this before. If you're a new photographer, especially starting out, um, you have family somewhere that needs free pictures. You'd be surprised. Um, you do have a friend, some friend somewhere that needs new pictures. Uh, you'd be surprised. Okay, Gavin, I, don't, I live in the most random place. No friends or family here. Nobody wants the pictures. Okay, cool. You need to start paying people to take pictures of them. Build your portfolio. It's ways of getting around that. Um, Gavin, I can't find new clients. Well, is it a marketing issue? You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know I just said that, but like thinking, of, do you have marketing issues? Um, are you doing, you know, my wife was telling me, she was like, oh, you and Keith should do radio ads for the podcast. I felt like you said that before, too. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I was like, well, a lot of people, radio ads sound cool, but Spotify ads sound better. You know what I'm saying? And the money part. So some of it is like. It should be expensive, too. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of shit is expensive. Having a podcast is expensive. You know what I'm saying? But some of those things are saying, like, are we making mistakes in marketing? Is it other ways of doing things? So find out ways you can adjust and make that shit happen. And the last thing, make a fucking plan. <clears throat> Excuse my language. I know a lot of y'all out here listening like, what the hell? Um, whether it's photography, whether you're an esthetician, whether, whether you're a hairstylist, whether you're a makeup artist, whether you're a model. Um, yeah, whether you're a model and you're trying to grow. Um, you should be doing the same thing for your personal brand, for you as a person. You know, planning is essential in... Um, you have to change the perception of your business if you keep getting rejected. Uh, you got to change the perception of yourself to people if you keep getting rejected. If you keep getting, you know, every door. You know, one of the worst things was I was never getting callbacks for job interviews. You know, and me and me and Amir was actually talking about this. And I remember one day I'm sitting at work and. One of the girls, nothing's funnier than when everybody at work is looking for a job at the same time. <laughs> and, and it's like, your boss has no idea. And I remember I was at, uh, when I was at Marriott, all four of us was looking at jobs and all four of us was taking bets on who was leaving in what order. And I remember everybody left before me and I was pissed. But when it was my time, I got up out of there. But um, I remember I'm trying to leave and me and this girl was talking. Um, one of the girls who's there, shout out to Whitney, she always looked out. 
And Whitney was like, yo, let me see your resume, my resume. <laughs> I would have rejected my resume. It was so awful. And she laughed. She was like, do you mind if I mark this up? And I was like, yeah, do your thing. Because Whitney had that unique way of like, I'm not going to embarrass you. Oh, gosh. Who calling you? You'll see. They keep on calling me, calling me. Hello? Um, Nothing much. Um, Can I call you back? I'm on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. All right, then. I, I'll hit you back when I get done. All right, love you. Love you, too. Oh, it's Reggie. Bye. He hung up. He did. I don't think he heard me. I don't know why I didn't connect. Anyway, um, but Whitney looks at my resume. She marks it up. She gives it back. And then I start getting calls back. And I realized why I was getting rejected. So keep those things in mind. Make your plans. And then um, you got to get over being this whole fear of being rejected is something that photographers um, and entrepreneurs have to get over. Being an entrepreneur is not for the weak. If you have fear of being rejected or being told no or being told this ain't for you, then this ain't for you. Um, unless you can overcome it. Because you're going to have to learn to. You're going to have to. Yeah. Or, you know not what I'm true. saying? If you, And let me tell you, Key is absolutely correct. But be prepared to work. unless If you're not willing to overcome it, then don't even get here. Because a lot of times fear, um, fear is not always a bad thing. Fear shows that you care. Fear shows that you're interested. Um, fear shows that you are willing, you know, you are, you're paying attention to moving parts. So a lot of times when you have fear of certain things, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but you have to learn to overcome those fears or willing to face them. And being an entrepreneur will teach you that. Um, I put out, look, I did a mini session one time. This last mini session I did, it got sold out because people knew I was about to take some months off. Um, <laughs> the one before that, I got nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've done photo shoots where the client just didn't show. I've had photo shoots where people ask for their money back. I think I got a shoot next week from a person who thought they was about to get their money back, but she got a no. Um, but, you know, I've reached out. When I was doing my albinism awareness thing, um, I reached out to publications like, hey, can y'all please write a story? Can y'all please talk about this? I got told no from black publications, from white publications, from black photography publications. Being told no from a black photography publication because, oh, we gon we are prepared to take the rest of the year off and I see y'all doing new shit every week. It's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Um, reaching out to Charlotte stuff and saying, hey, Hey, here, finally, there's a story to be written about a person actually from Charlotte who actually lived here, who hasn't left, who's actually creating, you know, opportunities here and trying to help other people create jobs during the middle of a pandemic and being told, nah, we good on it. It's interesting. When I started this pod, I remember when I first started this pod, I told Key, I told other photographers, other photographers reached out to me and said, why? What's the, why are you starting a podcast? Yeah, why are you trying to... Literally, I had one photographer who asked y'all seemingly love to kiss. Bruh told me, why are you trying to help these niggas? And I was like, because uh, I want to. The person that blocked us. Nah, nah, nah. We've been blocked! You know who it was. Huh? <laughs> so it's funny, like, how, how all this shit works. You know, you get in these situations. Um, so don't be afraid of rejection. Rejection is going to come. It will. This too shall pass. I think that's the scripture. I'm not for sure. 
right, you ready to get in these questions? This is the part of the podcast this, that we're going to bring this motherfucking is Gavin's back. Gavin's favorite part to say. Absolutely. This is the part of the podcast where you, all of you, get to ask the questions. But key, get to read the questions. And I get to answer them. Take it away, key. <laughs> so predictable, brass, whatever way it is. Woo! Okay, we have Sean. What is your favorite place to purchase back? Oh, man, read it slow. What is your? Don't be slow. I'm reading it in well. What is Hurry your up. favorite place? What's your favorite <laughs> <laughs> to purchase backdrops? I crack myself up. Y'all might not find me funny, but I. It's whatever Jackson coming in at. Wh- <laughs> I'm telling y'all, dog. <laughs> they said she corny as hell. It's probably my my Derek TikToks. They be like, Mm-mm, she be doing. <laughs> Them shits is funny though. I ain't gonna lie to you, especially the white girl that do them. No Which one? There's a lot of there's a lot of people was, that do she's always shit. famous when she does it. She yeah. Is she like got a big like I know everybody uses the big face, but is she like she got Chunky? a chunkier face? Nah, white girl long brown hair. Oh no, I don't know who that is. Uh, white girls I seen it I seen it like I think she's Asian or something. She's pregnant. She does does them. And then the white girl I seen, she's like got a chunkier face. She's uh, a bigger girl. Oh, okay. But, um uh, anywho, where you get your favorite black drops back? Uh, Drops, not black drops. So I got a plug that's out in Cali, literally. I got a plug in Cali who does them, hand paints them. Um, if you want the link, DM me and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, because she is super dope and everybody don't need to be on her. But, Sometimes Gavin be stingy with his stuff. Yeah, man. Because, look. All right. If you want regular backdrops, and we're not talking about the Savage Paper. We're talking about, like, you go on Kate Backdrops, go on Clot. C-L-O-T Studios Go in there um, And get backdrops Especially if you go to CL I guess you would call that Clot Studios um, you, They have a photography tab And you can get a discount They used to send them to free If your following is big enough If you do good enough work They will send it to you for free I've had photographers reach out to them And then they kind of They kind of played them to the left But was like Yo if you produce good work Supply us with X, Y, and Z We'll send you some more free shit Um but both of those, especially Kate backdrops, they have cloth. Um, I would tell everybody the cheat code is actually doing like um, getting like muslin drops or hand painted backdrops. That but they are super expensive, and I ain't talking about oh. Did you say muslin? No, it's like muslin. Excuse me. I thought it was. Have, <laughs> have you pronounce it? But um, we not talking about hey, here's like for instance. The long ass paper rolls, that's the big joints. They're like a hundred dollars or ninety dollars or whatever from Amazon. Now these are, you know, a few hundred dollars for a five by seven. So be prepared to spend some money on it. But and be prepared that people are gonna use it and then you might not use it a lot afterwards because people don't want it anymore because they see it in all your damn pictures. So be <laughs> mindful, be careful, but you know, it is something super dope. Next <laughs> How can I watermark uh Sarah? How can I watermark photos? And number them so the client can pick and choose photos they want to be edited. First of all, what you need to do is figure out what type of gallery you're using. I use Pixie Set. Please, let, I will put the link um, somewhere on the website so you can use the code. But um, Pixie Set, they can favorite and it. Uh, you can copy and paste whatever they favorite, and it. You can copy and paste it into your Lightroom and it posts up. Now, how do you go about on Pixie Set? You can actually upload a watermark and it will put it on every picture already for you. The other option is putting a watermark on Lightroom. They have a section for it, but it's kind of cheap, cheesy, and ugly. But Pixie said a smack it across the front. So definitely do it through that 
find a gallery that allows you to do watermarks. That's the easiest thing I can tell you. There you go. Next. Just copy and paste. I hate key. I hate key. All right, we got Jess. I wrote a whole speech over here. Mm-hmm. Um, this person did a mini shoot recently, 20 minutes. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I was I like, change my life. what is going on? I want to look different. Um, 20 minutes and you get five images. Um, also offering available purchases for more images. Um, but curious how to go about it. Do you upload them all and have them pick the five they want plus whatever more they want to buy? Um, of course, have it watermarked and no download until they pay. Or do you do something else or something different? What the hell can you say? Um, I did a mini shoot, 20, they get five. I'm offering single purpose. I'm trying to how to go. Okay, this is what you do. Yeah, I was trying to summarize. She wrote a lot. I was trying to summarize. You go to Pixie Set. You upload all your pictures. You turn the download off. You only allow um, them to favorite. You only allow them to favorite. After the five, you send them an invoice separately for the extras. You let them know how much it costs. Um, the easiest way, what I personally do is I put on my website in the store um, additional images, and they can purchase one, five, ten, or all, and I let people go from there. Um, always have an all button. Don't do... 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, no, or all. And all can literally, and then you can say all up to a certain number. Let me tell you why. Because if you have a gallery of like 40 bond pictures and you, you know what I'm saying, the dope part of it is that somebody might just say, fuck it. I want to buy all of them instead of going through and looking at all seven, you know, all 40 or whatever. So keep that in mind. Um, Definitely do it like that. So go on Pixie Set, watermark them, turn the download function off. Um, always, I'm with y'all. I stand with creatives in this. I find it extremely tacky and corny when clients go through and screenshot images and share or screenshot with them and save. Um, I have a girl right now who I refuse to work with. Refuse. Because um, there was a situation where not only did she download it and post it, she downloaded, posted, and lied to me when I asked her, hey, did you purchase this one? Um, she's the reason why I don't take collab seriously anymore because uh, she did the whole, hey, babe. I hate when bitches call me babe. <laughs> my my wife don't call me babe, so you ain't calling me babe either. Um, and she did the whole, hey, babe, like, yeah, I have no problem with purchasing images or purchasing shoes from you. Okay, why don't you? And then we work, and then um, I got a lot of, I got a lot of likes off of her shit. Likes don't pay for shit. And then um, I just remember later she posted some picture. I'm like, yo, did you purchase this? And she's like, you know, I don't have a problem with purchasing. I thought I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. Because, you know, you can go back and check and see if you ever sent me money. And guess what? She didn't. She posted it. And then she told my wife later. She was like, yeah, I think he's mad at me because of this. And my wife, you know, what she yeah. did? She told her, she said, girl, you fucked up. Mm. And I've ne- I haven't even um, I haven't seen her since. And I haven't shot with her since. And until we have a, a heart to heart, not a heart to heart. Yeah. Cause I don't have a, I don't dislike her. You know what I'm saying? And the sad part is I sent her money. I sent her business. So whatever. Anyway, is that it for the things? Anyway, head to the website, paintexposurepodcast.com. Buy some merch. Yeah. And ads. plug, plug for us. Please, please do that. Please do that. 
All right, before we get to the shits, we got to go back through this because the people keep tagging us. Um, <laughs> do photographers deserve a wedding meal? Yes. Thank you. Um, this camp <laughs> comes from, um, we did this story, I think like two or three weeks ago about the, 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 the person, and I'm going to clarify, but we'll call him a photographer for the moment. The photographer who deleted all of the wedding pictures <laughs> because they were not paid. The pet were, groomer. The pet groomer because they weren't paid. Um, they weren't paid fairly, but they accepted the pay. And during the wedding, they wanted to take a little break to get something to eat and something to drink. And they were told no. And guess what? The the person said, you're not getting paid unless you keep shooting. And the person said, well, here. That person deleted all the photos in their face. And. I just wonder how the, the fuck hard was she working for her? To not, <laughs> for them to be like, no, you cannot stop. Like, like, was she taking pictures every minute? Look. I need to know, like, how hard was you working, sis, for these photos? Let me tell y'all something. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Photographer, let me let me let me speak to my photographers first. We need to stop talking shit about this story about the whole. Uh, I'm gonna be serious for a moment. Then I'm gonna get these jokes off. Just give y'all his up. But we have to stop talking shit about. Um, I would have deleted them too. Hell yeah, you gonna feed me? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all where we need to stop talking shit. This person was not a photographer. She was just the pet person. Don't allow somebody to come up into your house, into your trap, and tell and make a bad example of y'all of you. And then you sitting over there saying, "Yeah, I stand with them." This person was not a photographer. Actually, in in the, on the person's Reddit thing, because I was on their Reddit uh, post today, rereading to make sure I didn't miss anything, even though I reposted it. Um, and the person says, I am a dog groomer. I don't take pictures. The only pictures I ever take is before and after pictures of cutting dog hair and grooming dogs. So I say that to say this person was not a photographer. So I do not stand by wedding photographer. Uh, uh-uh. Every time I get on these posts, I say, hey, hey, y'all just let you know this ain't a wedding photographer. This is a dog groomer because I think that has to be stated. Um. Key, I don't know what, what Key do. I don't even know. What, I think Key works in like sales or uh, uh, logistics. Loss neither, prevention. Neither. She works in loss prevention. Um, Are you being serious? You need to know? Nah, whatever you do. But. My analyst. Okay. If me as a photographer, I can't go around saying, yo, I analyze shit and then expect Key to be over there backing me up. That's a horrible example. Better analyze them damn photos. Exactly. <laughs> but I say all this to say, if I am a makeup artist and I come up and I say, hey, I'm a photographer and look, this person didn't treat me right as a makeup artist, so I just quit. And somebody goes, wait a second, you never did makeup before. You don't have a portfolio. Why the fuck was you doing makeup? Then that's the thing. So I'm looking at this and I'm, I feel like as us as photographers have to specify every time we see the story, we have to comment. We have to say, Yo, this was a dog groomer. Because as a photographer, that dog groomer ain't going to allow me to say, hey, I was working at a grooming service and I fucked this dog up and I was treated bad. Or I was the the cashier at PetSmart. Yeah, exactly. Y'all going to be over here judging us. So I'm giving you the same energy. Now that we got that out the way, (laughs) time to get these jokes off. 
to the bride and groom, I said this before, I will repeat, you got exactly what you deserved. <laughs> you are clowns. Not only did you take the biggest day of your life. Um, as a joke. As a joke. Thank you, Key. <laughs> as a joke. I ain't even care. You did not care. Let's me know how long y'all going to be married, by the way. Hell, I could have took the photos then. Absolutely. There's cheaper ways of doing this. You want to know a cheaper way? Go out there, give out 30 Kodak cameras, put them on everybody's table, and say, take pictures of my wedding. And we'll just see what you guys come up with. There's cheaper ways. I actually had a, a client try to tell me that that's what they were going to do. I said, good luck. His wife and her jacked up sew-in uh, hired me, and I wonder how they still doing. They might still be married. He was cheap. Um, you, Frugal. No, he was cheap. Okay. He was cheap. <clears throat> Frugal McDougal. If you're telling me that you want to have Kodak cameras around, you don't need me for most of the day because you're going to have Kodak cameras around. And I told him, I said, cool, if you want to depend on that for the biggest day of your life, then sure, I Maybe understand. he was putting together a collage. He didn't put shit together after that. Because when he went home and told his wife, she said, hell nah. So... So the bride and groom, you got exactly what you wanted. For you to go to somebody and say, hey, I see you taking pictures of dogs. We up next. You are a fucking joke to me. Second of all. Oh, maybe they thought they were dogs. Sorry. Sorry. There's a joke in there, but I'm going to let it ride. Sorry. Okay. No, it was a joke in there. But. I didn't mean to say that. We don't want to get canceled. And I still got to tell you about the girl who said she was going to get me canceled this weekend. Um, The <laughs> second part. <laughs> you paying somebody $250 for a 10-hour event. To me. As a photographer, hell no. But also, there's somebody right now who makes $10 an hour who's, say, who's hearing, yo, you mean that they want me to take pictures for $25 an hour? I will have no problem with doing that. And let me tell y'all how they got to $250 for 10 hours. They probably asked her what she makes at work. She probably makes somewhere around $11 or $12 an hour. And they said, we'll, give you, we'll double that. And you got to take pictures from this time to that time. That's how they got to $250. I don't care what nobody else says. That's usually how that shit happens. Third of all, let me tell you why the dog groomer don't need to be your wedding photographer. Besides this shit, because if I agree to something contractually, like if I agree to you, even if it's a handshake, even if it's in a word, um, whatever, you got to stick that shit out. Lesson learned. You got to stick that shit out. It's fucked up. And I'm not mad at you for walking off because you wasn't a photographer to begin with in my eyes. But let me tell you why you don't hire them. Because. They don't know how to properly eat at a wedding. So to answer this question, shout out to Daryl. He, he asked this question. Do y'all, should y'all deserve, or it might've been Candace, or it might've been both of y'all. Shout out to y'all too. Shout out to Daryl and Candace. Go um, ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Absolutely. We supposed to eat. Okay. Everybody when, else eat. Everybody else eats at the wedding. So what's supposed to happen is as a wedding photographer, you know how to sneak in meals. You know how to sneak in hella breaks. Right. So for me, let's say I'm working an event from one o'clock to 10 o'clock at night. I'm breaking before I even get there like a nigga do. I'm breaking before I get there. Right. Key. So then I'm going to come up, greet everybody. I'm going to take a few pictures. Then I'm going to tell you I got to go somewhere. I'm breaking in. Um, on the way to the venue, I'm breaking in because I'm stopping somewhere to get something to eat right quick. I'm on my third break before we even get to uh, the ceremony starting. So <laughs> ceremony starts. Um, I take your pictures, the after pictures, time for first dance, everybody comes in. You know what I do? 
I make sure I speak to the coordinator. I make sure I speak to uh, whoever is working the event. And I go up to them. Once the bride and groom goes and eats, the head party goes and eats, I hop in line. Or I go to them and say, hey, did y'all put a, a plate to the side um, or should I just hop in line? I let them know. Use time they go, go ahead and get in line. Or no, we'll make you a plate so you don't have to get in line so it don't look like a vendor is working. Why? Why do the photographer should be fed first? Because when it's time for the other shit like toast, um, the dancing to start, you don't want the photographer trying to go find something to eat. Yeah, why didn't she eat when everybody else was eating? Because she ain't no photographer. She don't know the, the game. But my thing is, what the fuck was she doing? Taking pictures of people eating? I don't know. Probably. So you have to figure that shit out. You got to know those things. And then also, when everybody's dancing, I'm on my fourth or fifth break at that time. <laughs> or I'm finding, I'm packing my shit up. If you ever hire me for your wedding, by the time I'm taking reception pictures for 30 minutes, then I'm finding my way to the car. Um, so that's what happens when you don't hire a photographer for your wedding. So everybody got what they deserve. This girl's getting a clout or this guy. I think they're non-gender, whatever. Um, there's no gender on the thing. Is it almost time to restart? They. No. My yeah. ear was the agenda. Oh. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so there. But, yes, also, I always put in my contract that I'm eating or I let them know in a consultation, hey, I'm going to eat. Um, and I let them know how many people is in my party so they know how many plates to put it to the side. Because a lot of times places have to pay per plate. So I get it. Um, also, never tell your um this is sidebar never tell whatever venue you're at that hey i have this many vendors this is how many extra plates i need never do that at least for the photographer and my team the reason why not everybody's coming to your wedding whenever you get married you got to be prepared for 10 percent of the people not to show facts so disrespectful that rsvp oh they will rsvp and not show so and i tell everybody that everybody thinks oh my friends and family are gonna show up and then they be pissed because 10% just don't. Key acting like y'all ain't going to hear that in the audio. Sorry, I know. I realize it soon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Listen, if I was a pet groomer, I'll, <laughs> I'm not asking, can I sit down and eat? Oh, I, got a, I'm I got a question for you. I am telling you. All right, cool. We got a little break right here. I'm about to go fix me a plate. You don't even tell them. You get missing. How many? My point is it sounds like they had some type of interaction or conversation. They did. So instead of you asking, can I take a, a break or this, that, what and the third? What you do, Key? I, listen. <laughs> All right, we got 20 minutes. I'm about to go grab me something to eat real quick. I'll hop right back in after that. Maybe take a little bathroom break. No, Key, you can't eat. Shit me. No, what you say back there? I'm the bride and girl. Shit me. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> she said it twice. Key, <laughs> how many times have you you've been a server before? <laughs> right. Okay. How many times have you been working longer than six hours and then you got a break? How many oh, you don't get no break. Exactly. So <laughs> that's my point. It's hella servers who are out there or past servers or people that worked in F&B who are hearing this story and hearing somebody complain about not eating. At Food the and si beverage. Sorry. You know, Absolutely. everybody don't know what that means. boy. Well, they should. I believe everybody should have a serving job at least one time in their life. Um, yeah, I, I used to work open to close. I used mm. to do open and close shifts. And that's when we open and when we motherfucking close. And it's servers out there who are like, sis is complaining about a six hours, working a six hour shift and not eating. Oh, okay. it was only six hours? Yeah, she quit at the six hour mark. Or he, whoever. <laughs> like, that's the joke here. Like, it's photographers who are reading this and was like, damn. It's been times where I didn't get a break until like hour eight. Because sometimes the, you get started at 10 o'clock in the morning 
and a reception don't start to six. And that's when you really get your meal, you know, whatever. Now, a season, folks, we know when to brick because we brick. Or um, you prepare yourself. Get something to eat before you get there. Bring you a, your own snack. Like, just do things. Like, hell, even at my part-time job, I work there no more than six hours. I sometimes I don't even take a break. Damn. But if you needed a break, shit, bitch, just take one. <laughs> Not bitch. Um, Instagram has changed the algorithm. I don't think nobody gives a fuck. They like, oh, um, are changing something. They just they need have. to sit down. They need a whooping. Well, you might as well. Let's go ahead and get into it. You Instagram need a whooping. Why? No, Facebook need a whooping because Facebook on Instagram. And WhatsApp. Um, for those who do not know, uh, yesterday. Yo. Was it yesterday? It was the day before yesterday. Oh, Yo, two days ago. I'm sitting on my couch. Okay. Okay. On the right? couch. And, you know, I'm texting, watching podcasts, working, doing all these things. Right? He wasn't working on no damn part. Go ahead. No, I was working, okay. like, work, work. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so I get on Instagram and I see this the post, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I try to refresh, and it says no internet connection. I'm like, oh shit, my Wi-Fi acting a fool, right? Here. So I I reset everything. <laughs> I immediately blamed everything on T-Mobile, but continue. I was like Spectrum, because that's who I got. Spectrum, you mother suckers better get this internet together. Then I'm like, no, my work is working fine. Like my computer is good. My other app, TikTok, was cool. TikTok was jumping yesterday, two days ago. They, that's what they say. I didn't go up there because I was trying to get on Instagram. And then I go back to Instagram. Y'all go back to Instagram, and it's the same post. At the time. I went in there like three times, and it was that same post from 10 hours ago. I said, oh, yeah, Instagram down. And then I went to Facebook, and it was the same post at the top. I said, yeah, this nothing is working today. Um, So you know where I found out that something was going on? Twitter. Twitter. I always go to Twitter. Twitter I, new. For us who fucks with Twitter, we know when shit is not right. Yeah. Because everybody get on Twitter like, yo. Complaining. You're am it's I the only one? <laughs> Is it down? Um, so I was online. I was trying to post um I was trying to post our video that got posted today, our little intro video, and I couldn't. And I was like, damn, something ain't right. But I was like, all right, whatever. I keep seeing the same shit. Blaming everything on T Mobile, like I said. And I'm realized like, all right, shit is down. <laughs> Go to Facebook, down. Um, I don't use WhatsApp. Me and then either. And then everybody's, you know, I knew it was bad when it was on the cover of Yahoo. Like, it was the first thing. It was like, Facebook is down. I'm like, damn. Mark Zuckerberger. How uh, how Boosie call him? I don't know. He call him, He doesn't call him Mark Zuckerberg. He call him Mark Zuckerberger or, or something I like have that. no idea. I don't even know how to say that man's last name. Um, But he his face was plastic there. And they said he lost $7 billion. $7 billion. Somebody said he made it back the next day. <laughs> Absolutely. For y'all who don't know, all y'all information probably got sold somewhere for ten billion. So he made it back. Um, did you learn anything yesterday though? I mean, two days ago. As far as like when it comes to social media and platforms, being, like it being down. Let me tell you what I learned. And if you didn't, it's totally fine. I learned. Um, I learned this a long time ago, but I seen a lot of photographers learn that. Is that you? In the ear. Key keep making fucking noises like y'all can't hear that shit. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? I learned. It sounded like a gunshot in like like a, a western too, because it yeah. was just one. Absolutely. The uh, the dust rolled by. Um, I learned. 
I learned you can't depend on social media um, for your business. Yep, that's what I was about to say. I've learned that a while ago, too. And uh, Majesty, I think she posted about it, too. She said, this is why it's good to have your own website. Website. Absolutely. Right. Um, Angie, shout out to Angie Perez. Um, we should have celebrated you more doing uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. I, I'm sorry about that. Um, but, shit, my whole side of the family probably looking at me sideways. Now I'm thinking about it. Oops. In-laws. In-laws. I think you. Sorry. Um, but... She posted about that, and I wrote her. I said, "Yo, I learned that lesson when my Instagram got deleted, and I had shoots that day, and that was the only communication I had with my clients, and I felt like an idiot." But, um, yeah, man, I realized that day I was like, "Yo, it's good to have a break." Sometimes, you know, life moved a lot quicker for me that day. I had a lot of work I needed to get done. Um, of course, I got a kid, so pff, shit. <laughs> I'm here to triple down again. Don't have kids unless you marry. There you go. You Stop. know the funny part about having Stop kids? Stop talking about this shit. You know what's the funny part about? Key must be pregnant. She she gonna oh be Oh Lord, child, no. Okay. What is wrong you, with you? you know what's Why funny would about, you say that? Kids are beautiful. What's wrong with that? After the whole spill you just had, you ain't gonna be talking about what's, me because I, mean, I will shit, cut you. You fighting? Look, look, look. I will cut you. Y'all fighting me Listen every here. week. Look, <laughs> I'm not married. Gavin would be talking about me, and he would. We would not have a photography podcast no more because he's gonna, gonna be, be an ass whooping podcast or something. <laughs> Beat his ass, <laughs> push him down the steps. Oh, she's shaking the table. You done shook the table. Whatever the little video you always be posting and telling us about. Um, <laughs> the funny part about I've uh, the funniest thing I've learned about having a kid in the last week is. Every morning, I get the beautiful, most beautiful opportunity to pick out a uh, some clothes that I like or some clothes I want to wear for that day just to get thrown up on. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he was going to match outfits with Rose. <laughs> no. I go to my closet and I go, yeah, I like this shirt. This is the shirt I'm feeling today. Even if it's like a throwaway shirt. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Just to feed, bruh, to be giggling, laughing. He'll just look at me. He'll lean his head to the side. He'll throw up and then turn his head back like he ain't do it. And I'm like, my whole side would just be wet. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? And I just realized it's just milk. Has everywhere. Ro threw up on my shirt? No. Nah. It's good. Well, now I pick and choose what I'm going to wear. I'd be a bum to like five in the afternoon. I mean, my sh- shirts are for chill. So that's why I asked you that. You probably oh, nah. just be chilling in the house. Now I wear your shirts out. So, um. But yeah, so Facebook did teach me that. Going back to yeah. Mark Zuckerberger, true. Um, it taught me like, yo, it's good to have those little breaks. Um, I was able to focus on a lot of stuff or get a lot of work done, um, and just realize that social media ain't everything, man. Absolutely, and, and it's like the second time this done happened, though. It is the second time it happened, but this was like super important. Um, shout out to Jamar. He sent me an article about a whistleblower was saying Facebook and. It, its apps are going to get shut down and this is why and he showed me the article that got posted days before it was like this is why just give everybody a heads up and nobody listened and then it happened and it was like oh yeah. shit so got to have your own website your own if you have an app get your email list together how mm-hmm. else are people going to be in tune with what you got going on i learned that now have i executed it the most fashionable way absolutely yes not key maybe gavin no um Go ahead and tell us about this damn pill. Y'all, COVID coming out with a pill. COVID, COVID is coming not out coming with out. a pill. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most informa- misinformation that you can ever get. The COVID virus created its own <laughs> Shut up and go ahead. Hold on. I locked my phone. <laughs> uh, so this company called <laughs> Mer- Merck's. Did I say that right? I think it's Merck. 
Mm. Merck. Um, Get Merck. Merck. They basically created this pill that you can take uh, if you can. It allegedly stops the virus. The um, deadliest sides of the virus. Right? Yeah. Um, before sense. it makes you sick or something. So mm-hmm. how you feel about this? You gonna um, get the pill? You gonna buy the pill? It's gonna no. be your local CVS and Walgreens no. pharmacy. No. Walmart too. No, I'm not getting no pill. Um, here's my thing. Um, you know, the more I think about all this stuff, the more I realize like why why getting a vaccine is important or why uh taking the necessary precautions is important. Um it is scary. It is one of those things where it's like everybody is kind of like just scared because we it's so much unknown. But it ain't like we knew. Yo, y'all people don't know shit about the measles and shit when you get those little vaccines and all that shit when you get younger, when you kids. But um, we're in a serious situation. And like I was it was funny because um, I was at uh, I was at Ren's gender reveal this weekend. And I saw Alex from uh, Hair Wraps and Lipsticks and. Me and her was talking, and we was talking about the vaccine. And she was like, yo, I need the booster. I want an extra booster. I want boosters. Me and her was just making jokes, but she's she serious. She wants the booster. And I was like, damn. Who are you talking about? Who Hair wraps and lipsticks. Sierra, oh, Sierra. Al- okay. Alex. I call her Alex. But um, I, was ta- I was talking to her, and me and her was talking about that. And I was watching somebody else, and they was like, yo, I'm getting a booster. I can't wait for the booster. And I was like, damn. And so I was realizing, like, damn. I really don't want the booster at all. Yeah, I don't want nothing else related to COVID. Yeah, me either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't want COVID either. But- you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. So this pill and all of, and here's the thing. Let me, and I'm not, I'm not Dr. Gauchi. You know, that's Galvin and Dr. Fauci. Dr. Bowyer. I'm not him. I'm not Fauci. I'm not nobody else. So I'm not here to give y'all some misinformation. So here it goes. Here goes the misinformation. Um. My thing is this. If you're going to talk about COVID and, and the deadliest parts about COVID and things of that nature. I guess I'll get up and change the camera. Yeah, I'm about to say, I think it should be close. Please give out correct information. Um, That's why I, nobody don't want Key. Right there. She's shaking her ass on the camera. Look at her. Look at her. And she failed, y'all. <laughs> and she failed, y'all. You did, but it's fine, actually. It's actually a better angle. I hope y'all was it on if it's on that camera it's definitely getting seen um i'm not dr fauci so i don't want to come off as that type of guy but i will say it like this stop stop promoting misinformation about the virus um so i say that to say a lot of people's out there like oh you can still get covid with the vaccine absolutely they never said you couldn't um and this pill is the same way they're saying like look True. this is gonna lower your risk of dying this is gonna lower your risk of having severe symptoms of covid um, so I think it'd be super interesting. Uh, look, if y'all tell me I don't have to get no more vaccines, then I'm cool with getting a vaccine. If you tell me, yo, this is going to be it with the booster, then cool, I'll go out there and get boosted up. You know what I'm saying? Boost Mobile ain't never did nothing wrong. Yeah, but I'm not going to keep injecting my my body with this stuff. Shit every year. Facts. I don't get I the ain't even never shot. got the flu shot. Me either. And I what happens, we talked about this last week, what happens if, <laughs> where'd the flu go? They had to hear y'all because uh, they supposed to be doing that uh, this year. Doing I, what? I saw something about flu flu shots coming back. It was something interesting. The flu shots have always I'm they come you. around the same year. I'm with you. But my thing is there hasn't been any reported cases, at least in the public eye, mm-hmm. in the media. Even though you know the media's propaganda is just whatever. They out this world. Um, but did it fly away? Influenza. Damn near. Influenza flew away. 
Shut up. Get it? No. Because it's the flu? Damn, it's almost 8 o'clock. Oh, we about to be gone. Um, oh, yeah, we, we almost done. Uh, so, Kanye West. Oh, so you're going to skip this shit. Okay, cool. Go skip ahead. what? No, go ahead. What I skip? This is my topic. The next one is yours, but it's cool. I like your transition. I put the I put all of this. I in know, here. but I color code them. Go ahead, Gavin. No, it's too late. Oh, I didn't know that you look. I'm learning something. I didn't know that you. That's what that's for. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need to go back to having pre-pod meetings. We did not have a meeting today. I didn't. Yes, every week I put Whoa, your. Whoa, I'm the green. I'm green. Oh, you're the orange. Well, then this next topic is mine. The Kanye topic is green. That's mine. I. J- the next topic, oh, the orange, I'm orange. is yours. Yeah. Mm. So, for those who do not know, Kanye West is coming out <laughs> with a tech company allegedly. Um, well, he got the trademarks for it. So, Gavin, don't be telling me shit. You don't make no. This we supposed to be in this together. Just to give you a heads up, this has been like this for every podcast. Yeah, but I didn't know. I thought you did. No, I just been oh, saying because we've been shit. going for it. Oh. We've been doing it. I already. think it's because you are, you go ahead because you know I just be waiting. Okay. So, Whatever. Anyway, Kanye coming out with a tech company. He about to be doing Apple watches. I mean, watches, headphones, all that. He basically about to copy Ray J. He said again. Apple watches. You said copy Ray J again. What? What is the first thing he copied Ray J with? The little scooter things. Didn't Ray J make scooter things? Am I tripping? I was going with Kim Kardashian, but it's cool. <laughs> next subject. <laughs> next. Come on, man. The next topic is yours. I'm so slow today. <laughs> I am slow today. So Ashanti, that's Gavin's girl. <laughs> baby, 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 she baby. She got the masters baby. to her. She got the original masters. <laughs> oh, shit. You just laughing at folks today, okay? Go she ahead. got the original masters to her debut album. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. So mm-hmm. allegedly she is planning to re-record. Why? That's what I want to know. Because I think, and I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure Cameron would know this. He's more the music person. Mm-hmm. But because when JoJo got her masters to her albums, mm-hmm. she re-recorded as well. So I'm not sure if that original way was how it was with whoever had it first and now they have to do it differently nah well here's the thing i don't know what it means this is what i'm gathering you re-record the music let's say all right let's say ashanti didn't have her masters but let's say she wrote everything and you can get the beat you switch it up a little whatever the case and you can re-record right that's what Taylor Swift did. What all her original? Cause she, she played everything. She wrote everything. She literally did everything on her album. She just didn't own the masters for it. Um, that's one way. JoJo did it because this is why I'm imagining Ashanti is doing it. All right, I own the masters. That means any dollar that I I make all the money that comes off mm-hmm. of it now. The problem is nobody cares for it now, so I'm not making that much money. But if I re-record. And now people go back and listen to it, or even if they go back and it causes people to go listen back to the original. I get more money because I own now the masters to it um, because I don't I can't make all that money that Irv Gotti and whoever else um, Universal automate the last 20 years. I can't make I can't get that money back. They're not going to say, all right, here's what we made <coughs> off of you. Here's your split now. It's like, no, whatever you make from 2021 now. When you get cool. It. So but my thing is like. If you're going to go back and doing some extra shit and let me give you an example. If you can't go to Bellinoche's. Uh-huh. She be doing some extra shit. I listen. Everybody know I like the Money Bag Yo song, Wakisha. 
Lil Wayne got on there and rapped. I was cool with it. I heard Ashanti doing it, and the sample is Ashanti. I think it's Baby. And uh, Ashanti got on there doing some hooting, hollering, doing some runs and shit. And I was like, yo, she ruined the song. And I was super, and I was like, yo, and I'm done with Ashanti hopping on these tracks. This is my girl, by the way. I'm done with Ashanti getting on these tracks with these young boys talking nasty. Ow. I don't believe it. You don't believe she nasty? Yeah, I don't. Sorry. Put your tongue up. Okay. <laughs> another Why reason. Why you don't believe she another she, another reason Key is probably fucking sick. Um weirdo. She just doesn't strike me as the nasty type. Maybe. So I I can eyeball it, but I don't think so. Here but, you go. Here you go. But so I mean it's cool though. I am happy she get her master back. You know, I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, they gotta suck to create some shit, not to own it. Bruh, she um she ain't say nothing but baby all the whole songs. But them, that's you like that album. I did like the album, but if you literally listen to like half of her songs, she says baby a fucking lot. Bro. You heard that Waikisha bullshit she gave us. I did I did actually haven't heard that. Yeah, I kinda put the cup down for a minute. But I, I heard Wayne part. But I just Oh fuck. That ain't it. That's not the right song. No, I didn't click the wrong song. Hold yeah, kind of put Hold on. I feel it. She me higher than the prices of my weed. Hold on. She's playing my feelings like I'm wearing them on my sleeve. hear this even though this is my shit but i don't want to hear her do all this and then she about to do some yodeling give me she one second airy. exactly it's i don't want her to do this on her new album listen why is she talking about drinking lean Maybe she drank lean. And I'm pissed that Key said, I don't think she do a say baby. And she, and said, she said baby, baby three thir- 30 times in the three seconds I played. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. She and I'm says pissed. it a lot. And like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she says it a lot. <laughs> I got a video that you need to hear. <laughs> I was about to say And Key so, gonna be but... pissed. Um, Super Bowl halftime show. Super Bowl halftime show. I'm actually excited show. for this. Yeah, this, this might be. This might be lit. Dr. Dre, Kendra Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. Um, it's going to be dope simply because it's in L.A. You rep in L.A. I am super excited. Uh, Jay-Z, shout out to you, even though whatever. Somebody said, oh, they just they couldn't make it all the way black. They just had to throw Eminem up in there. <laughs> Eminem there is, makes turf, perfect sense, but that is a great joke. <laughs> but I like... I like Eminem's music. Let me clarify, because I heard he done some crazy shit in the past. I don't know specifically, but what when he I said like "black Eminem. bitch," did he say that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know nothing. It's I don't like an old old song, and he said he was dating a girl. And he called her a black bitch, and that was that. Nobody cares. This is like from the eighties. Like, I'm I, trying to think if it's that offensive. I didn't never hear the song, but it was like a rumor, and I think he confirmed. He just confirmed the rumor. And then, you know, being a white pop superstar, rap star, they buried that shit. But yeah, but anyway, th- here's the thing. Um, it makes sense because he signed to Dr. Dre for so long. Yeah, I was going to so say. So it's going to be great. People make sense. And we got to make we got to make the white people feel included. Uh, I think I got this from <laughs> uh, Hair Rats and Lipsticks. They was talking about this. Or somebody, one of the other podcasts that I was listening to. 
They say Eminem got a restaurant called uh, Mom Spaghetti. That'd be fucking funny. No, it's true. He has a restaurant oh, called really? Mom Spaghetti. Like, I'm not fucking playing with you. I hate people. <laughs> um, I got to play this video for Daddy, you. Daddy, um, Ace, uh, he is a fucking ladies man. He is fine as hell, bitches. I had to fight everybody over this man. But I was number one, so it didn't matter. <laughs> Um, I truly believed if he wasn't murdered that we would have had all of our kids together and we would probably still be together. Wait, up, wait a minute. Only because the simple fact is I'm a dumb bitch. Wait. And he's in love with me. But, but he's there. Wait, hold up. I would give him What do you got me watching? 7 out of 10. <laughs> I don't really like that he was like always in the streets, but so I'll give him a 7 to 10. Love him to death still to this day. Um, 0 out of 10 for dying. That was <laughs> fucked up. Really fucked me up with that one. <laughs> This motherfucker here. This is my second baby daddy. Too tall. Um, he's a piece of shit. Uh, I think he has a few other kids. I've tried to find family members of his or baby mamas or anything to kind of connect him to my son, to his family. Cannot find anything. No one's ever reached out to me. No one gives a fuck. He hasn't seen his son literally since he was like two or three four months how many she old. got he's only seen his son like two times didn't come to the delivery even though i called his phone asked him to come Keep, it gets better we got one more let's keep it going oh the guy is reacting to her it don't matter keep Can't it going. <laughs> yeah i don't hold on right no one's ever reached out to me no one gives a fuck he hasn't seen his son literally since he was like two or three four months <laughs> old he's only seen his son like two times didn't come to the delivery even though i called his phone asked him to come Gave me eighty dollars when I had the baby, that's the and video. that's all the money I've ever gotten from him. He's been on child support for like three years and haven't seen a dime, so he's a loser. Zero out of fucking ten. Awful. Would not recommend. <laughs> this is my third baby daddy. Why am I? <laughs> um, great guy, cheater, but a great guy. Um, good stepdaddy. Takes care of his family. Pisses me the fuck off. Ready to fight him. Um, what she write him? At 8 out of 10. All right. That's enough of that. Wait, what's the guy saying? Right. It's a long. He'd be pausing and shaking his head. video, shorty, is that <laughs> no disrespect, you feel me, but you need to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to hear what he's going to say. Make better choices. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Again, where the fuck did you... Excuse my language, people. Where did you find that? Um, Why did you find that? Why do you have this here? I was in. A, I was on a status this weekend. Um, this dude who I just randomly follow. I don't even think I know, bro. I'm on Facebook. Uh, he posted a, a, a status that says, if you have three plus kids, no nigga don't want that. Just get back with your baby daddy. I... This one girl made a comment. First comment on the status was from a black young lady who said, yeah, because that shit probably busted loose anyway. Well, the, sec the second comment was from a young black lady um, who said, not true. My homegirl got th more than three kids and she just got married. It can be done. Then she wrote again and said, hey, um, actually... I personally have three kids and people are lined up to marry me. So, so you got lined up rings or something? No, I, she's lying. 
the point is she said people are lined up and they'd be willing to date her and then her follow-up comment was same thing she just went to the next paragraph and she said um the men who complain about girls who have multiple kids with multiple men are beta males alpha males love a challenge now you got me you got me intrigued so you know me my black ass had a comment i laughed at her first comment not her first comment about her friend because i don't know her friend that might be true cool whatever but i laughed at her comment because the next comment i was like look we got to stop with this first of all there's nothing wrong with beta males and i wrote nobody should look loving you loving you um being a challenge is not a trophy hey if you love me it's a challenge and you can overcome something you don't get into love at least for me um i never got in a relationship thinking of I want to overcome this challenge because once I overcome it, what's what's up? Do I leave you? Um, no relationship is easy. No situation is ideal. No situation is perfect, so to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in every relationship you got to work on, you got to work with friendships. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm, I be one to damn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the girl wrote me back. She told me, <clears throat> oh, then I wrote a follow up statement, not to her at all. I wrote a follow-up statement. One day we got to stop lying to women. That's all I wrote, right? Let me tell you what Shorty ended up writing me. Because it's that good. This is interesting. Sorry, that's pictures of my kid with no clothes on. <laughs> taking a shower. A he shower? Was, a bath. He was in the tub yesterday just looking at me like... It's fucking funny. Um, So I said, one day this world going to have to stop lying to women. She wrote me, if you hate women and are so judgmental, why do you have a photography business? You judging women while you take their pictures? What issue do you have with women? Please be honest so we can let the world know who you really are. So they will know to stop patronizing your business of a man who have issue with all women. I get the word out. That's what she wrote me. So you know what I wrote back. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess you don't. Pretty much I told her, I was like, look, I've been in business for 10 years. I really have. I've been in business since I was 18. I'm 32. Um, you ain't going to find, nobody's going out there and say I did them wrong. Nobody ain't going to say I ran off on their money. There's one young lady out there who will say she never got her pictures. Um, your eyeliner was on, was where your highlighter was supposed to go. So I can't fuck with that. I couldn't. And you didn't pay for it. So, and I was going to Vegas. And you was an hour late. And it was raining that day. Okay, we get it. Nobody was, she and was she not, was co- fa- and she, she was, was falling asleep during the shoot, if I'm not mistaken. She was not copacetic. We she was it. not ready. Um, that young lady do that. Nobody gonna say I ever put my hands on them. Nobody, you're not gonna find those people. Um, nobody gonna say, there's gonna be some people say, yo, he fucked up. But you know what? I've always told them people like, how do we make this right? It's on them after that. Um, so I told her, I said, yo, look, I'm a black man. I never said I hated women in this thing. I said, honestly, I said, the world gotta stop lying to y'all. Right? And I said, um, For you to say that you are willing to go out there and spread this rumor that I hate women, I said, um, you just created grounds for me to really make a defamation of, you know, defamation of character lawsuit. I said, but so go ahead, do do what you got to do because you're spreading lies Mm -hmm. with the hopes of ruining my business. And there's no facts that I hate women. There's no thing of that. And she was like, we, she, she wrote me back and said, we have resources and we are willing to go the mile with you. And I was just like, who is we? I don't know. I, I called her Judge Mathis after that. And I said, cool, do what you got to do. Um, so and then I told her, I said, 
Do you notice that you just comment on a status you don't agree with that this per- this status is downing women and the person who's making a status about downing women that you disagree with? I said, we have to stop lying to women. I said, so you mean you are both saying something negative about a status, but you think I hate women. Mind you, she ignored the the woman up who started the whole conversation saying, yeah, because those women's coochies is busted through. That's a whole nother subject. I let her live yeah, on that. Yeah, that's a little disrespectful. Look. Busting it wide open. Busting it. Lips hanging. That's what she said. Wow. I'm sorry. So, she didn't say that. Um, but yeah, that was the chick who had said, I hate women. And so it was funny because I saw Alex that day and Alex didn't notice. But um, Sierra, as we call her, me and her, I saw, I saw her at the gender reveal. And she was like. Were you taking photos there? Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to Ren. She having a little girl. She already kept that shit under wraps, didn't she? She did, you know. People trust me with their secrets because I love black women and I keep their secrets. But um, it was funny. Sierra was like, oh, don't talk to him, y'all. He don't like black women. She walked off and I was dying laughing. And I'm like, please stop saying that shit. Number black women in this room. <laughs> that shit is funny, though. And so she was just like, bruh. <laughs> and then she was like, bruh, I laugh every time I see that online because I'm like, where the fuck are y'all getting this from? Like, do y'all not know? I'm like, bruh, I don't know what to fucking do. Do you, think, do you think that that has, you know, like negatively impacted you? Not at all. It is annoying. Your business? No, or anything? not no. at all. I'm busy as shit. I'm on my paternity leave. I think I got like 20 shoots this month. And I'm on paternity leave. Shout out to all the black women that support me. Shout out to all the brown women that support me. Shout out to all the white women that also support me. And Asians. Shout out to the Asian community. Um, women love me. I don't, I mean, and I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I'm a nice guy, and I try to treat people with respect at all times. Um, do you want to tell the story before we get out of here? This man who sues this woman, so I can go ahead and tell y'all how people are so petty. Bruh, it ain't even really a story. I just seen a clip. <laughs> I was literally doing the outline. I saw the same shit, and too. I seen this shit. This thing says the judge uh, does not rule in his favor. He tried to sue his at the time it was his fiance, mm. which is crazy because that means they married now. And she still went with it, even though this nigga was trying to sue you because your dumb ass didn't see the shoes in front of you. Y'all got to stop marrying the wrong people. So the guy tried to sue his fiance <laughs> because he he was helping her, her move some boxes in her basement and he tripped over her shoes. Are you going to be real with me or are you going to bullshit me in this next question? What you about to Just ask? answer it yes or no. I don't know what you're about to ask me. Have you ever continued a relationship or got in a relationship with somebody who you knowingly like, this might not be the most healthy or the most like, best it's not best not but i'm gonna still try it out yeah my last situation we talked talked about i'm just asking i don't know they don't know what we talked about my thing is but you do well i asked you before are you gonna tell the truth or not i still don't really know what situation you're talking about we can do that off air but yeah me too that's the reason why um you know i'm not gonna do it even though i'm gonna do it when i go and i do this conversation about having kids and shit um you know um I laugh at all the people I know who get divorced or who get married to people. And it's like, I, I, I ask them, I said, did you not know, see none of this? And everybody always says, yes, I ignored it though. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's almost like, you got to know who you marry. I've been in a relationship. You got to know who you dating. Yes, man. And you, you know, some things, give me, think about it. Give me the one thing that's like a red flag for you. you like, I got to cut it off. Just think about it. But I think about like certain times I've been in relationships. So I've been married to not married to nobody besides my wife. But <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I've been minute. in situations. It's been people who I rock with still today. And I'm like, yo, 
I really wanted to date this person. And I just remember like asking myself, can I deal with this every freaking day if we got married? And I was like, nope. And I had to cut it off and like just stop. But, you know, we cool because now we have a certain relationship that doesn't fall into that realm. But, yeah, what's your hard line? What's the hard no for you? Well, mine's is, um, well, with my, a previous, the previous situation that I was in, um, I kept accepting basically the bare minimum. Mm. So, like, I felt like I was giving 100%, but I wasn't receiving that. Like, I wasn't receiving the same type of effort or the same type of grace and respect that I was given. And so, like, I think I, earlier this year, I just got to a point where I was just like, I'm good. This is not it. Like, I, we can't move forward if, you know, it's not working. So I just got to, as much as I don't want to, and as much as I really like this person, I have to realize, like, I deserve a whole lot better. Um, not saying that that person is bad or anything, because they probably well, watch, they probably watch and listen to Ooh. the pod. Oh, he was a cool guy. Um, but no, like nothing. He's definitely a great guy. It's just at that time, he ain't that great. <laughs> at that time, it it just wasn't working for me, and I I just decided not to. So I think, oh my, it's not on me no more. Yeah, my shit about to go out too. Anyway, we about to get off here anyway. But yeah, well, I'll let y'all th- on YouTube. Go ahead, continue. Deuces. Um, but. <laughs> But yeah, you just get to a point where you you know your worth, basically. You know what you you supposed to have in your life and how people are supposed to treat you. Like, but you get like me, for instance, I learned that I'm learning that while dating before I even get married. Mm-hmm. And of course you still gonna learn when you get married and get in serious relationships and shit like that. But it's like you know. Yeah. Um I remember I was damn. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody. I wasn't even dating this person. I was preparing to date this person. Let's put it like that, which is the truth. And I remember uh, we got into something, and I remember my dad saw this young lady. He hit me up and was like, yo, uh uh-uh. He's like, continue doing what you're doing, but I'm letting you know, here's some things I see that you might want to correct or figure out um, if you can deal with. And, you know, um, shout out to my father. I know that that term – some things you might want to correct sounds so d- dirty, sounds bad. Um, my dad was very much, my dad and my mom grew up together. Um, my dad and mom got together when one was 21, the other was 18. And I popped out when one was, my dad was still 21, my mom was 19, right? So I say that to say, um, I watched them grow up as well. And both of my parents always stressed to me, like, we got married as kids. We were kids when you were going to school. You know what I'm saying? We had to grow up. And they both have told me my mom was like i've had to teach your dad so much my dad has told me i had to teach your mom so much so they were teaching each other and they had to correct each other because it was think about it i couldn't imagine being married or having kids at 21 like my mom and dad you know my mom having two kids before she's 21 my dad having two kids by the time he's 23 it's like it's a lot and realizing like yo make a mis- hella mistakes are going to get made they're supposed to get made and dealing with that, and you know, you are responsible for other people. So I remember my dad was like, yo, you either got to correct that. And if it ain't worth it, then you just got to learn if you can deal with it or just not deal with nothing at all. Facts. So keep that in mind. And so, yeah. So anyway, relationships is always funny. One day we'll have a relationship pot in here. Yeah. We got to have some fun. people on to get different perspectives. Fuck that. Because, you know, Gavin, Gavin is the type to. Um, I let niggas talk when they come on here. No, I'm saying like he can piss people off. No. 
Dios mío. Um, I want to thank everybody for rocking with us. Key, you got anything to say before we get up out of here? Okay. Um, uh, uh, shout out to the weekend. Uh, I'm not doing shit this weekend. I will be in Charlotte. Um, I got no work. If y'all gonna be at the Don Tolliver concert next Wednesday, make sure you holler at me. Hold on. I told y'all all my songs got some meaning to it. Um, hold on. Cuz I told me put my foot on their throat. Yes, my shit. Ooh, this shit go on. Um, if you're gonna be at the Don Tolliver show, please make sure you come up to me. Dap me up. Let's take a picture. I won't be all up in the mix. Um, put your mask on. Please. Uh, if you go into the Fillmore, you do have to you have to have, be vaccinated to even go there. I hope we ain't got to wear masks, but if we do, I will be. I probably will be wearing masks since I got a kid. Um, but anyway, we're gonna holla at y'all next time. We love y'all. I did a fake nigga like case clothes. All my life I've been ten toes. GED, my niggas shows. So fuck what you talking, I get every dollar. I don't have a call if I did, I would pop it like nigga was popping, but bro, I can't call it like look what we started, but now we here. Niggas throwing shade out of fear. Y'all fucking throwing shade out of fear, nigga. Don't be mad, bro, just be yourself. Cause money come and go, people come and go. You know that the more that you see Blood ain't no thicker than water to me You barely know the words You barely know the words I know this song because I like this song a lot Alright we gotta go